Hey, how's it going, guys? My name's Troy. Uh, this is a T Smooth podcast. The first, and hopefully not the last. Um, I do like to uh, start a lot of things and then not finish them. I think I have about like uh, eight novels I have like one page of, so uh, hopefully we'll do a little better with this. Um, I am from New York City originally, Bronx, New York. Uh, I live up in Connecticut now. Um, you know, that has its pluses and minuses, but I'm really trying to like it up here. It can be a little tricky. I'm going to try to go at least 10 minutes here. Um, hopefully 20 would be the goal. I think, um, you know, it's very easy to uh, talk about doing things a lot and then never do them. So I really wanted to focus on just getting this first show out. I think I've discussed this in my head since uh, November 1st and it's December 6th. So, like I said, it's really important that you get that first show done, uh, you know, see if you like it. Anyway, uh, as I mentioned, the name of the show is T Daddy Smooth Podcast. Uh, that is my name on most social media, T Daddy Smooth. Um, I used to uh, be an aspiring actor. I only did one play in the two or three years I was uh, focusing my uh, efforts on that. And I actually did get an uh, interview for a, uh, you know, like a theater place, uh, I think New York City Lab uh, in the village in New York. Did my interview, uh, you know, we were talking about some stuff, and like, oh, what would be like your secret nickname? I'm like, oh, T Daddy Smooth. And then, you know, it made no sense, but I just threw it out there, and it kind of stuck with me for a while. Uh, I like it because nobody else is really using it, so it's not like, you know, having, like, your initials and then, you know, probably a bunch of other people with your initials, so that's pretty much it. So uh, this podcast is going to be just me kind of talking about my life. Um, it's going to be kind of like a little bit of a journal. I'll talk about current events, too, even though, you know, some things, um, you know, are going to be difficult to talk about because I don't want to offend anyone, but at the same time, you know, I do want to stay true to myself, so, you know, I'm going to figure that out. I'm currently unemployed, which is one of the reasons why I decided I wanted to do this podcast on November the 1st, because that's when my job stopped. I did work at an internet service provider whose office had closed. You know, it's uh, not the end of the world. It, um, I did like the job a lot, but, you know, now that I'm looking to do other stuff. Which actually, uh, today I had my first job interview. Um, I've been working for six years, six years at that company, so I wasn't really in a rush to get a job, but... Now I am starting to think about, you know, I wouldn't mind getting back to work. My first interview today was for, a, uh, you know, like an IT consulting firm, um, which I liked the idea of the job. Um, there were a couple of things I didn't think I would like, but, you know, I said, let's go for the interview. But I got actually uh, declined for the job doing the interview, which is a new thing. Usually they uh, let you go home and then they either don't call you back or whatever. Um, I did have some difficulties in the beginning, like right before I went to bed last night, I'm like, you know what, why don't I print out my resume now instead of waiting until the first thing in the morning, so <laughs> I went to go print it, and now my printer is broken, and you know, I did all the appropriate stuff to see if I could fix it, and it didn't seem to work, I feel like it's a hardware issue because it turns on, does a startup, and then it just turns off and turns right back on again, so there may be something broken on it, anything software related, I feel like I've already done and it's not like I can go into any settings because the printer won't actually stay on long enough to fix anything. I'll either buy another printer or try to figure it out. Um, so there's that. But then when I went in for the interview, uh, it was about 45 minutes away, so that was always, you know, in the back of my head, like, do I really want to be driving in the snow to this place if I don't love the job and whatnot? But, you know, uh, they kind of took care of things for me. Um, I do have some savings uh, in hand, so... That makes interviewing a lot easier for me because I don't feel like I have to rush or like I don't feel like I'm desperate for a job. 
where it's like, you know, if you have no money and then like, you know, they're like, oh, do this job that you don't like that lot, you're like, okay, I'll do it. I'll be happy to do that to get a paycheck. So, you know, that is one of the benefits of my time right now. Um, and hopefully, you know, I don't get to the point where I am in that position. But right now, if uh, I go for an interview and I don't like it and it's not perfect for me or even like good enough, and, you know, in this case, it seemed like they weren't really into me, you know, that would be fine. Um, so as far as what I've been up to, um, Last weekend, I, have, I wrote down some notes so that way I'm not just sitting around like, oh, you know, just trying to think of something to say. So I'm a big wrestling fan, pro wrestling. Um, you know, I, I really thought I would grow out of it and uh, when I was 15 because I wanted to actually, you know, go out and date with a girl. And, you know, actually I didn't watch for like about a year in 1995. And I was like, oh, this is fine. You know, I didn't really need it. And, you know, I was watch sparingly, but then, you know, I'm back into it. I got back into it a year later, and, uh, you know, you are what you are. You know, you don't want to not like something because it's not cool or whatnot. I mean, unless it's something illegal, of course. <laughs> so uh, this company called Ring of Honor had a show uh, Friday called Final Battle, which is like their big end-of-the-year show, and it was $35. Um, I don't have cable anymore, which I'll get over, go over. Um, but, you know, uh, there's another company called Northeast Wrestling, um, that runs shows in Bethany, Connecticut, which is about a five-minute drive from my house. And this is a really, like, intimate setting. Like, so you really get to, like, you know, interact with the guys that wrestle, and that's a lot of fun. And, you know, maybe sneak in a dumb question here or there, which, you know, I try to, you know, not do too much so they don't think I'm a complete idiot, but, you know, I do have goals when I go in. But anyway, a lot of the guys from Northeast Wrestling are actually going to bring in that Ring of Honor show, which was, you know, I thought that was really cool, especially a couple of guys. That, like, that was, like, the big event. Uh, that was like their first like really big shot at doing something uh, on a more uh, national scale. Um, so you know I felt like it would be a good idea if I support them, and I really wanted them to do well, and I thought they did great. Um, so you know this guy T.K. Orion, who like uh, first time I saw him, like you know I thought he had something to him, but then I didn't really think he'd be going this far. So I'm really happy he's gone places. Um, I don't think he knows who I am, per se, but we've talked a couple of times. Usually when I'm buying stuff, I get to ask him questions. He's like a nice enough guy, so, you know, um, I really saw a lot of progress in him as a wrestler, and you know, I was still trying out stuff, so I really wanted to see what he could do on a, you know, a national scale with, like, a bunch of people I've never seen him wrestle before, and I think he did really well. Uh, Benny Marsalia is another wrestler. Um, well, I think I like more because he's a dad like myself, and like he seems like he's a really cool guy, like outside of wrestling, and like on Instagram he's always posting stuff with like his daughter, and like you know, I don't, I try not to talk too much about personal lives when I go to these shows, but you know, I feel like oh, you know, probably have a good conversation about like, you know, things you can do outside with your kids so you don't get too bored. Because I know uh, if you're not a parent, you probably think having a kid might be boring anyway. Um, or you might think having a kid is great, but then, you know, being a parent, there's a lot of downtime, a lot of, you know, finding stuff to do. So your kids aren't just sitting home watching TV or just not getting any experiences. So it seems like he kind of has that figured out. So, you know, I've been a, I'm a big fan of him as a wrestler, but I think I'm a bigger fan of him as a person just because it seems like he uh, kind of gets that aspect of parenting. Um, and Matt Taven, who's another wrestler, uh, he had a really bad knee injury last year, which, uh, you know, like all the other guys, they may know me by face possibly, but they don't know my name. But, you know, I did feel really bad for him. Um, so they had a big match, and uh, they did really well. So I was really happy about that. And uh, it was worth my $35, uh, and that was nice. As mentioned, I do not have any cable right now. Uh, when I found out I was losing my job, 
by the way, I didn't let lose my job to any fault of my own. The office did close. Uh, <laughs> Um, I've never been fired from a job in my life, so this is the closest thing to it. Um, if my office closes, I cannot work there, so, you know, there's that. Um, maybe it was a little bit of a subconscious uh, statement there, but, yeah, I do not have a job because my office is closed. So, you know, uh, nevertheless, I wanted to make some adjustments in my spending so that way you can, I can make my money last longer. One of the things I did do was I completely got rid of my cable. Um, and, you know, it's really one of the things, like, this pluses and minuses to it. The plus, of course, you don't spend the money. Um, the minuses are, you know, I have Netflix, I have Hulu. I have HBO now just to watch Westworld, which I'll get into later. And then, um, you know, I, we also have Sling TV, which is really for my wife. Um, I'd rather not have it, but, you know, it has its purpose, and, you know, got to keep the wife happy. So with this, I mean... I do pay money for TV, but not as much as cable. And, you know, I work for an ISP, so I'll provide TV service. And I will say that no matter how expensive cable is, for the amount of channels you get and bang for your dollar, it's probably the best option out there if you're watching a lot of TV, especially live sports. Now, if you're not watching a lot of TV, and let's say you like watching The Daily Show or you like watching, I have a good friend of mine, she loves that show, Shark Tank. She doesn't watch sports at all then you probably can get away with not getting cable and save a ton of money. So I'll take my friend, for instance, she loves Shark Tank, which I've watched maybe five minutes of on Hulu. And she's like, oh, I keep my cable for that, has no interest in sports at all. And, you know, I'm like, you know what? You might want to just get Hulu and cancel your cable because Shark Tank, you may not watch it live, but you watch it on DVR, which is fine because, you know, if you get Hulu, it's available the next day. And I think you get like five episodes or so of Shark Tank. So, you know, you really have to ask yourself, why would you want to keep cable? But... Another thing Cable is going for is that there's a lot of people that just aren't familiar with how to do some of this stuff. Um, I think she probably could figure it out, but for instance, Shark Tank has five episodes so uh, that you can go back on, uh, the last four, and then the first episode of this season. So, you know, you'll have to consider, like, okay, do you want to put up with the hassle? For the amount of money you pay for Cable, I think it's definitely worth trying. For instance, if, like, like I said, if you, don't, if you watch sports, you're probably going to stick with Cable if you don't then, you know, you really want to consider, like, maybe just get Hulu, take the trial, don't watch any cable for a week if you can avoid it. And if you notice after a week, hey, I did not watch any cable, you did it. You won. Give it a cable, save your money, and watch Hulu, Netflix, Sling TV, even though Sling is a little buggy, but whatever. But then if you're like, okay, well, there was something live one to watch or whatnot, then maybe you're going to lose out, and then maybe the cable is worth it for you. So there's that. Um, you know, I do like sports a lot, but, you know, money is more important than, you know, watching a Giants game. So, you know, if there's a really big football game I want to watch, like, for instance, when the New York Giants play the Dallas Cowboys, I'll probably go to Buffalo Wild Wings and watch the game. Um, you know, it's, you do spend money there with drinks and food, but at the same time, you are actually getting something out of it. And I like to do the experience at least once. Otherwise, I have to also figure out I'm going to do a Super Bowl Sunday because I don't have cable. Uh, maybe there's an antenna I can purchase so I can get TV. Um, so, like, three channels like ABC, NBC, Fox. I mean, I, they're there. They're free, technically, but if you live in a place like New York, an antenna, any old antenna would probably do. But where I live, I did buy an antenna for about, like, $30, and I got a bunch of channels I've never heard of before. The picture quality is amazing looking. I think it's like 1080p, which is better than 1080i that you usually get from cable. But, 
the biggest problem was I, I couldn't get any of the local channels, so I pretty much kept cable for longer because I wanted to have access to local channels that was supposed to be free anyway, so just crazy. Um, but in the end, you know, you got to do what you need to do. Uh, you know, I think another thing too, when you cancel cable, you got to make a phone call, maybe stay on hold for a little bit, and it takes you a while to cancel, and then they'll try to talk you out of it. I didn't really get that problem when I had my issue when I tried to cancel, but you know, I could imagine if I got a different representative, it may have been a little different. Uh, HBO does have a show I've to watch called Westworld, which, you know, word of mouth was very good, not just on the internet, but also from people I talk to in real life, like friends and family. I'm like, to my wife, hey, let's get it. We'll get it. I scheduled it out, so I will get HBO now for a month, and then I can cancel it, uh, not pay for two months, so I'll pay for one month and just watch the show on demand. And the show's pretty cool. It's about, like, I guess it's in the future, like, you know, not the distant future where, like, everything's crazy, but you know, more of a realistic future where, you know, there's no flying cars, but at the same time, like, the technology's a lot better. And they have this amusement park called Westworld. They have these things called Host. They look like almost like Android, like a T-1000 Terminator, but, you know, not as dangerous for the most part. And, uh, you know, you just go into, like, this fake western town and kind of just, you're, like, running, you're, like, living in the wild, wild west for a week. So it's like a vacation for really rich people. Um, you can do whatever you want there. Um, you know, the place is for your enjoyment, so you don't really have to play by the rules. So, you know, if you're, like, kind of, like, Let's say you're playing like a video. Let's say it was like a video game. You're playing a video game. You're like, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. I just want to go off and just kill everybody, or I want to have sex with someone. You can do that. I guess it's more like Grand Theft Auto that game. Um, and, you know, you kind of it's interesting because you know the host, as they call them, or the robots, they're there for your enjoyment. They're not real people, but by the end, or even by the end of the first episode, you find yourself rooting for them a lot more than the humans. Uh, I think also because the humans are, like, filthy rich, so you can't really, like, respect, I mean, you can't, like, really sympathize, empathize with them too much, you know. They're just, you know, getting off, uh, you know, getting their jollies off of this world. And you know, I guess there was kind of a moral dilemma. It's like they're not real human beings, but at the same time, they act human enough where you, you know, I think a normal person might go there and be like, you know, this is kind of creepy. And I don't think they've really gotten I mean, next year I'm kind of doing that show, but I don't want to give any spoilers away, but... Westworld, uh, if you don't have cable, get HBO Now, hbonow.com, get a free trial for a month. So you can actually get it, you can actually watch all the show if you're like uh, what they call a binge watcher without paying any money. Um, even if you don't get the month, it's $14.99 for a month. You get a ton of movies, you get all these TV shows that, you know, if you have not watched them, you should, such as The Wire, Sopranos, Sex and the City, which I know I'm a guy, but I love that show. So there's that. Um, but after I'm done with Westworld, I intend on canceling the, the, the uh, HBO now, even though I know there are other shows um, on there that uh, I've been suggested that are really good. And uh, actually I actually have a good friend of mine who uh, said HBO's whole formula is you need sex, you need violence, and any show that doesn't have both of those is not going to be a true hit. Um, and, you know, if you actually look at The Sopranos, it actually kind of does... Uh, you know, that actually is very true. You need to really have both of those things. Um, uh, the Wire, they really have a lot of sex. They had a good amount of violence. The Sex City had a lot of sex, and of course, you know, because of the show. So there's that. But there's a new show out there. Uh, two shows that look really interesting me on HBO now. I'm going to, hopefully, I don't actually stop watching them to now to keep HBO now for another couple of months. And the idea here is to save some money. So there's a show called Insecure that looks really good. Um, Thinks about this girl that's a virgin or whatnot. Uh, let me just look up the first episode. 
Now I'm getting a little bit off track here with my, um, I don't know, I guess my, I don't call it syllabus, my synopsis, but it's fine. Like I said, if I can go over 20 minutes, I'll be happy, but, you know, I was really worried about going like five minutes and like running out of stuff to say, so. Uh, episode one is this girl is 29. Uh, she has a dead-end relationship with her boyfriend. You know, these things happen plenty of times. I've been in a lot of dead-end relationships, not in one now. Uh, but yeah, you know, that's uh, great. I'm married, so well, it's not a dead end, I hope. <laughs> I guess it is dead end, because you know, the goal is us just stop one of us dies, and then the other one of us dies, hopefully not too much longer, but digressing a little bit. So yeah, uh, dead end relationship. Um, and then there's another girl, got friend she has, I guess, uh, who is single, and you know, I guess she's unhappy being single. So it's like one of the things, like, I guess the grass is green on the other side. One person's in a dead end relationship. Probably wouldn't mind being single to see what the single life's about. Maybe another relationship. And another girl is single. Probably wouldn't mind having a boring relationship. Um, and she's an open mic, so I guess we went to like one of those poetry readings where she gets to like talk. So sounds really interesting. Um, you know, so there's that. And there's another show. I'll try to find it real quick by going to my next topic. You know, you know there's a lot of good TV shows out there. Um, a lot more than when I was younger, because I know when I was in high school. I don't think I, especially like that time when I wasn't watching wrestling, I didn't watch TV at all. I just like listening to music, and I thought TV was kind of stupid. Um, either I'm getting older and more boring, or TV's gotten better. Maybe I'm getting lazier and stupider. Who knows? And uh, I can't find any other show, but actually, speaking of stupid, uh, this is one thing where, uh, you know, I want to kind of tread lightly, but at the same time, I think it's amazing um, that we have an issue called fake news. And fake news is where you know, and we've seen this so many times throughout history um, on the internet, social media, but now it's like an actual real thing that we have to discuss. And people put up articles that are fake, and people read them, and they believe them. Or people just look at the headline, and they take it as the gospel. And that's crazy. You know, and, uh, you know, well, on Facebook here, if I have a post an article on Facebook or I share it, I really make sure so that I do not look like a fool, that I read the article. I make sure that's from a reputable source. If I've not heard of the source before, I might read the article, but I'm going to be very careful about reposting it because I don't want to spread that stuff. No, I don't think I'm a genius. I think I'm pretty smart, but, you know, we have a lot of people that are definitely not geniuses and a lot of people are definitely not smart. And they will do the thing that I did not do, which is they will see the headline, Take it as fact, share it, believe it, tell all the friends. We're also probably not that smart, you know, because it's kind of like you kind of hang out with people like you. That's why a lot of people from different races, even if they're not racist or they, you know, love other cultures, they always kind of find themselves kind of going back to the general, like, you know, comfort zone. You know, uh, that's something I've done myself. You know, I'm African-American. Uh, my wife is, you know, white, whatever you want to call her. You know, I have you know, a good amount of white friends, but I felt like I had a ton more when I was in high school um, and a ton more people. But I'm like, so, yeah, I've kind of gone into a phase or, like, you know, I don't want to say devolved because my friends are good people. But I've slowly kind of gone to a point where it's like, hey, you know, I find myself, you know, associating with more African-Americans and white people. And, you know, um, I don't plan it out like that, but it kind of just works that way. Um, you know, that's definitely a conversation that can be really analyzed so much more. Anyway, so yeah, so they spread their fake news, and then to them, it becomes real news. Um, so I guess the, next, the big thing now is called Pizzagate, where uh, 
I guess some guy heard about a pizza restaurant in Washington, D.C. that was reported to be doing child pornography or, like, child sex trafficking in the basement. Hillary Clinton was involved. Um, you know, it's not some kind of thing you want to take lightly, but, you know, we have trained professionals, which is the FBI, the cops, and stuff like that, who are supposed to be, you know, looking into this stuff. Um, not you. You know, if you feel like you see something wrong, you know, you maybe go to the police and tell them, don't just go ahead and uh, go, to, go to the feature shop. So this guy did what I read from reputable news sources, of course. They went to the feature shop to investigate, and at some point he took out his gun and he did fire it. And, you know, somebody could have gotten killed over a fake news story. And, you know, the guy, it sounds like he knows this, that it wasn't a real deal. Um, but then at the same time, um, I actually did looked on Twitter by the way, my Twitter handle is at tdaddysmooth. Um, that's T-D-A-D-D-Y-S-M-O-O-T-H. I'm going to plug myself here. <laughs> anyway, uh, so he went on, like, tw I went on Twitter, and I just looked up Pizzagate. And I'm just, you know, I was expecting people to this fight, like, oh, this is so dumb, how dumb are people? But I felt like I saw more of the opposite. I saw people saying, like, oh, the media is just, you know, distracting us or, you know, the government says all this stuff is not real, but, you know, and then they expect me to believe Pizzagate's not real. So, you know, there are a good amount of people that think that there is a sex ring in the basement, and that Hillary Clinton, who can make money in so many different ways, really just needs to go sell little children away. Um, but, you know, once again, you did release her tax return, so unless she's doing it as a cash transaction, and, you know, she is just like some devious mastermind, it's probably not true. That's what people want to believe now. Um, you know, uh, on Facebook, uh, and it happens every couple of years, you know, somebody will post something, and it sounds like real lawyerish, which, you know, if you're not a lawyer or you're not, you know, I think you really have to speak to your level of intelligence. Um, like I said, I think I'm pretty smart, but I won't try to, like, you know, sound really intelligent. You know, I won't try to, you know, how would I say, force myself to sound like I'm smarter than I am. I'm not going to use all these terms I would never use in real life or out, outside of my uh, comfort zone. These people will, like write this thing or like, oh, who are my concern? As of today, I renounce my rights for Facebook to have any of my pictures, all my posts are mine, blah, blah, blah. They write this nice, long, like, I think three-paragraph article that they think is supposed to let them not be responsible, not let have Facebook have any access to any of this stuff, which completely not the way it works. Uh, Facebook is a free service, and as part of that freeness, they do get to uh, market some of your data, whether it be stuff where they have uh, your own information that, you know, they can easily identify with you, or what if it's anonymized data. For instance, you know, I think that's what Google does. They'll collect data on you, but it's anonymized, so it doesn't point back to you. For instance, I do a Google search for, like, uh, precision cooker, which my friend got for her boyfriend, which I'm still trying to figure out what it is. This thing called a Nova. It looks, I, I really just don't understand it, but whatever. I did a Google search for that. Now, Facebook, I see ads for Nova. Uh, when I do a Google search or I look on other websites, I'll see random ads for Nova pressure, um, precision cooker. Um, I think they probably use my IP address to look this up. I'm not sure if anybody like that works at Google can like just look at my account and just look at every single thing I Google. Maybe they can, maybe I can't. Um, they can't, but... You know, I think that's one thing you have to stand when you're using these free services. They're getting something out of it. They're not just free because they love you, you know. Um, so these people put these articles up, and they think that, you know, like they're like lawyers, and that automatically, like, give them the right to 
you know, sue Facebook, whatever, and it doesn't work like that. And these are the kind of things that happen now. People read stuff online, and they're uh, easily swayed by it. But the kind of crazy thing is then, like, other sources will put stuff up, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, you know, that's, we can't trust, trust New York Times. They don't know what they're talking about. Washington Post, CNN, they're all just liars, and they just make up stories. So uh, it is actually very, you know, it's a lot of soul-searching I have to do, because then I'm wondering, like, you know, these same people that I think are not that bright, they probably think I'm the idiot. So uh, definitely country divided because of stuff like that. Um, but, you know, that's very, um, you know, telling something my mother told me a long time ago. And, uh, you know, me and my mom, we have a decent relationship. Uh, you know, we get along fine. But, you know, I don't really talk to her every day. But she always gave me, like, little tidbits where I'm like, oh, you know, I kind of didn't really listen to them. But, like, as I get older, I'm like, oh, this makes a lot more sense. So, you know, whenever I needed something done, whether it be, like, I said I wanted to call my cable operator and complain about something or, you know, I needed to, like, get something done. She always said, never underestimate the power of a letter or written words. So, you know, because it really speaks fine. So, for instance, let's say, I'm going to use an example because I used to work for a cable company. Let's say my cable bill goes up or I get charged for something that I did not want to be charged for and I call and they're like, oh, you know, either they do or they don't. You know, writing a letter it sounds a lot more menacing at times, and no matter how you write it, it sounds a lot more like this person means business. Um, and that's just, you know, that's something about how the human brain works. Um, so, you know, give my mom credit. She was right on that one. Uh, maybe because if you write a letter, like, oh, it's God's serious. They actually took time out of their day to write a letter. Uh, I don't think you have to write it by hand, just like a printed letter, mail it out, and that really can just, you know, be very powerful, even if you, uh, even more powerful than just sending out an email. So something to keep in mind. As I mentioned, I, you know, I, I don't really get a chance to watch a ton of TV. Um, so the way my day works out is I should be dropping my daughter off daycare. Then I go to the gym, which now I have time. You know, I'm actually spending like up to two hours in the gym, and then I have to drive home. So it takes a good amount of my day, have some lunch. Now I'm supposed to be looking for a job, which I do, or getting some training or doing something productive. I'm going to consider this podcast productive because it's something I really want to do, and I'd like to see if I can do it on a normal basis. So I don't get a chance to watch too much TV. Um, I think on Sunday, on Fridays, I'm going to try to make you take it easy a little bit on those days. So I can be even more effective on Monday through Thursday. I'll see because, you know, I, I am supposed to be doing stuff, so I don't necessarily know if I deserve a day off on Friday or whatever. So, you know, I don't watch a ton of TV during the day or any at all. I might watch the news while I'm cooking lunch or whatever. Uh, but there are some shows I do like. Uh, there's Westworld. Uh, we watch Seinfeld, which... Uh, you know, it's really funny. Uh, I know that guy, Michael Richards, uh, does some things I probably wouldn't approve of. The guy who plays Kramer, but, you know, and, you know, I feel somewhat hypocritical in this because, you know, the way our country's going, we have some people that say some pretty offensive things and they're kind of getting off the hook. Michael Richards, I kind of do give a pass to because I'm watching the character of Kramer and not Michael Richards, so that's what I'm really deciding. I mean, once Seinfeld's over, you know, I don't have to watch it ever again. Uh, we'll probably, like, have about 40 more episodes to go, so... We'll be done with that. Uh, we've been watching Battlestar Galactica, which I feel guilty to admit. I didn't love it as much as the show Portlandia made it seem to be, and all my friends love the show. And, like, I have a couple of friends that do not watch sci-fi at all, but they thought that show was so good. So we're going to finish it, but, you know, it's not the greatest show for me. Watching Hour and Flash, we're on a hiatus. Um, so we're probably, like, on season one of Flash, season three of Arrow or whatever. Um, Daredevil I loved. I want, I want my wife to watch uh, Jessica Jones, but 
we're only watching like an hour of TV a day, so best not to um, you know take in the days that we may not watch any TV at all. We we watch a movie or you know that's just the way it is. So uh, we're very slow on watching TV. There's no binge watching in my house, um, you know. So it's just the way it is. Um, I lost my notes here, which is interesting. So oh, here we go. Archive. And so I'm using uh, Google Keep, uh, keep.google.com, or if you have an Android phone, you can just download the Google Keep app. It's really handy because you can use it to take notes, voice notes, set calendars and reminders. So for instance, um, okay, I bring my daughter in for daycare, and uh, I had to bring her something. I had to bring a check-in for something. I wanted to make sure I gave it to daycare, so I set a note in to my Google Keep uh, for location base. So I told my note, make sure I give them the check. Oh, you know what happened? I forgot to bring the daycare check in the morning, so I was like, I'll definitely bring it in the afternoon. But I really want, you know, they're cool. They know I'm, I've never been late on a payment before. But at the same time, I really didn't want them to, you know, in any way consider, hey, maybe this person's not going to pay or they're going to be slow about it. So I took a picture of the check and I made a uh, location-based alert to say, as soon as my phone gets me near daycare, bring that up on my screen so that way I don't forget. That works out really well. So I have my show notes back, so I digress to get that again. So as I mentioned with my day, uh, fitness is a very big part of it. I'm not in super-duper shape. Like, I'm not going to be doing any type of bodybuilding competitions or modeling. But I, I think I'm in pretty good shape. Like, you know, I can go outside and people can tell I work out, which I think is the main thing. <laughs> I think it's one of the better things, you know. You, you, don't, you want to look like you work out if you go to the gym, uh, you know, you, Eating right is a very big part of it. Um, you know, you can go to the gym all day, you know, get some muscle, but you're going to look pretty flabby and not that healthy, and you won't be healthy if you're eating a bunch of junk. So, you know, it's a sacrifice. You know, I don't really drink much soda or drink. Um, drink a ton of water. Um, and, you know, I think uh, in 2014 I got really out of shape. Um, I wasn't like a blob, but at the same time, you know, if I saw a picture of myself, I would look at him like, well, that's what I am now. <laughs> so, you know, I decided, you know, hey, let's, let's put our best foot forward. I'm going to be old one day. And uh, anything I want to do with my body now is the time. I don't want to wait until, uh, you know, it's too late. Or, like, you know, I don't want to be one of those people that says, oh, I don't have time. So, you know, any of you people out here that might be listening, hopefully somebody has listened to this because taking some time out of my day. Anybody out here that's like, you know, listen to this, hey, I want to get in shape, you know, I think the main thing is you got to prepare to make a sacrifice, whether that's changing your diet or actually going to the gym. Um, I know time is a factor. Um, you know, you only get so much time to yourself for the average person, whether you work and have kids. Um, but the average person may have an hour a day out of their lives that they can spend. And, you know, you got to consider with that hour. Do you want to watch Netflix, sleep 10 hours, or maybe do you want to go to the gym and... Uh, you know, that's the sacrifice you have to make. Um, you know, I did go to the gym, so that way, you know, maybe the binge watching that we're not doing, maybe if I didn't go to the gym, maybe we could watch, you know, I could watch like three episodes of a TV show a day and be like done with it in like, you know, two or three weeks. I mean, it's more like five or six months it takes to watch a TV show, and that's fine. Um, I'm also getting back into video game playing. I've got an Xbox One. Um, like, as I mentioned, I'm 37, and, you know, when I was younger, uh, you know, I had an older sister who did not play video games. My parents did not. So a lot of, like, games that would be great for two-player, like basketball games, sports games, 
always one player, always play against the computer. Um, now I can play online. I can play against human beings. And the problem is these kids are really good and they will destroy me. So I'm getting back into video game playing. Uh, you know, I don't take it seriously. Uh, it's fun. I do know if you take it seriously, you could actually make money off competitive gaming, which is crazy. Uh, you know, uh, once again, I'm probably too old. I mean, I, I could do it. Uh, you don't want to limit yourself, but I think I might be too old to care, I think is how I should describe it. Um, if I did want to be a competitive gamer, it would be a sacrifice. It would be dedication. And, uh, you know, I think I'm too old to care to do that. So. That's it. So uh, actually about 30 minutes here, it looks like. So I'm going to probably wrap it up here. Um, like I said, I would like to do this once a week, maybe on Tuesday. That could be the theme. Um, like I said, also, I might also never do another podcast. So maybe I'll do one next week, but then I won't do one the week after. I'll do one two weeks from now or three weeks from that day. And then I'll go a month, and then maybe I'll go six months. So I'm a procrastinator. Um, I know who I am, and I think that's one of the uh, joys of becoming an adult. You kind of get to know your flaws and accept them and either – work on them or, once again, accept them. So I know I'm a procrastinator. I'm going to do my best to not be one. Uh, I did enjoy doing this, so um, we will see. Uh, once again, uh, my name on Twitter is Smooth. I hope you enjoyed this, and I hope that even though I can be a little monotone, that maybe you wouldn't mind listening again. I, you know, I do stuff, so we'll see. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I really appreciate your time, and you all have yourself a great day.